888-358-2414. Welcome to the Leslie Samuel Show. Welcome to another episode of the Leslie Samuel Show, the podcast for creators like you who want to have an impact while building a successful online business. No, I'm not talking about one of those businesses that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from IamLeslieSamuel.com, where we're changing the world one post at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 384, we're going to be talking about how to structure your online business so that you can take time off. Yes, taking time off. This is something that is super important when it comes to your productivity. You know, we always think about the things we have to do, but it's a good thing to take a break. <laughs> In today's episode, I'm going to share why it's important to take time off, as well as some practical steps that you and I can take to make it a reality. I'm also going to share why I disagree with so much of what has been said online about the hustle mentality and what it takes to be successful. Whether you're trying to take two weeks off per year or you have some more ambitious time off taking thoughts, the fact is, it's not going to happen. You have to plan for it. So structuring your business to take time off, that's what we're going to be talking about today. What is up? What is up? What is up? I hope you are having an amazing day. And if you aren't, I hope that by the end of this episode, it's just at least slightly. No, you know what? Scrap that. Not slightly more amazing. So much more amazing as a result of the time that we're going to spend here together. Yeah, I really do. I hope I hope I hope I can make you smile today. Cuz if I can make you smile, that's going to make me happy. If you're smiling right now, I don't care where you are, send me a message somewhere, Instagram, Twitter, I don't care where it is and just tell me you just made me smile. <laughs> That's going to make me excited and happy. We're going to just dive right into the content for today's episode. Structuring your business so that you can take time off. As I'm recording this episode right now, uh, in two days, I am going to be on the beautiful island of St. Martin. I'm going home, y'all. I'm going home, and man, I've been looking forward to this trip for a while, for many reasons, uh, and in 2020, uh, especially in 2020, I've been looking forward to going home for, well, you know, <laughs> so we are excited, we're going to be going for about a month, um, and man, um, and you, know, you know, when you reach to that point of excitement, where you're not being very productive. Yeah, maybe it doesn't happen to you, but that's what's happening to me right now. Today was not the most productive day because I can't stop thinking about the fact that in two days, I'm going to be on a plane. Uh, but anyhow, this is why I was prompted to, to record this podcast episode. I want to take you back to 2013. In 2013, I remember I was having a conversation with my wife when I was a university professor, um, and uh, <laughs> things were crazy, man. I I was you know I was working full time as a, a professor. I was doing my online business on the side. I was working on a PhD because it was a requirement for my job, and things were just 
crazy. So we decided, you know what? It's time to step away. Because, you know, when I, when I think about, when I thought about what I was doing, you know, I'd been working as a professor for two years. And, and since, you know, I was new to the whole thing, there was, man, it took a lot, man. It was so much work to just get up to speed and to learn the stuff that I had to teach. So I was always working and it was not the kind of life that I wanted to live because I hardly had any time for my family. And that, you know, it just, man, that didn't sit well with me. It, it's, not, it's not who I am. It's not who I want uh, to be. But that's not what really got me about it. That's not what really like annoyed me about that situation. What really got me was that you know there were other professors that were working there. And some of these professors had been there for like 20 plus years. And they were still, it just seemed like they were still kind of hustling in the same way that I was hustling, you know, with some slight differences because obviously they have way more experience, but they just seem to be always working. And that, that didn't, that, it just didn't, it didn't, no, it didn't do it for me, man. It didn't cut it. Because if that's what my life was going to look like in 20 years, then I knew I had to pull the plug. And that's what, I, what we decided to do as a, as a family. We decided it was time for me to leave that job because the life that I envisioned for myself, it was one where, you know, I could take more time off. I could have the flexibility. You know, the idea of working from anywhere, that just, that just seemed very appealing to me. Uh, and, and that's what I'm creating now. Th- that's what I've created and I, I'm, I'm, I'm continuing to create. So I want to share with you what I've learned in that process. Now, there's a mentality. There's a mindset I got to talk about because I hear it all the time. You got people like Gary V, uh, very successful entrepreneur, um, doing obviously very, very well. And I remember reading his book, Crush It, and his book, really played a significant part in my journey. I would literally, I had the audiobook, and I used to start off most weeks by listening to the audiobook, ver- the audiobook version uh, because it was a relatively short audiobook. So I used, to, I used to, to, to listen to it over and over and over. And if there's one thing I learned from uh, Gary V is that you got to hustle. If you want to make it in life, you got to hustle. You got to work like crazy so that you can accomplish your goals. You got to outwork everyone, outsmart everyone, and just make it happen. <laughs> but you know what? The reality is for this little Caribbean boy here <laughs> that just woggles in Martin right now, this little Caribbean ra- boy, I don't want to always be on. That is not it's just not in me. I don't want to be always on social media. I don't want to be a hustler. This is not what I was meant to be. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't want to be a hustler. I don't. Fortunately, there are other people that I did it a completely different way. You have people like Tim Ferriss. And I also read his book multiple times, The 4-Hour Workweek, um, that... 
he doesn't embrace that hustle, hustle, hustle hard mentality. Uh, My personal coach right now, Rich Litvin, who is teaching me all about coaching and all that good stuff, he approaches it from a a, a very different way than that hustle mentality. So so because I had other quote-unquote mentors uh, or mentors from a distance or even closer mentors like my coach, I've been able to see that that hustle way, it's not the only way. There is another way. There are many other ways. The question is, how do you make that a reality? So let's, let's get practical. Number one, here's what I want you to do. And this is what I had to do back in 2013. And this is one of the, the questions. Well, here's what you need to do. Determine the life you want to live. There is a question that I ask most, if not all, I'm going to say most of my, actually, I think I've asked all of them in some way, uh, my potential coaching clients, when I'm having a coaching experience with someone. Um, and it's something that I even revisit. One of my current coaching clients that I asked that question before, I asked him again this week. And in my group coaching this week, even though we went through that on an individual basis, we went over that again today. What kind of life do you want to live? This is, the, this is the question that I ask them. I tell them, I want you to imagine a situation. And in this situation, everything is perfect. And for, for this exercise, when I'm asking them, I ask them to imagine, just to, just to imagine that anything is possible. There are no limitations. They are not allowed to use any negative terms. They are not allowed to use any, well, maybe I could or anything. No, they got to say, hey, if everything was perfect, this is what life would look like. And here's what's always fascinating to me. And it's often, no, it's actually almost, I would say it's always fascinating to them as well. In most situations when I do that, they, they come up with an, a, a description of the ideal life. And what they come up with seems, like when you break it down, it seems very attainable. When we break it down, we often find that, quite frankly, just with a few little tweaks, they could actually accomplish that goal of living that, what they described as a perfect life. And it's not always the case that the life that you, you, know, you, you want to live is way far off. Like I remember with one particular client, he described, he described this life um, as the perfect life. And when we broke it down, he realized that he was living it. And there are others that where they realize that, man, now that I've actually spoken that into the room and we've broken it down, I can see that there are just a few little tweaks that I need to make and I can be headed in that direction. So the first thing you have to do, you have to, you know, what kind of life do you want to live? Do you want to live the kind of life with flexibility and, and uh, the ability to take time off? Um, for me, a, you know, what's important to me is family. Family is ridiculously important to me. And I remember um, uh, one time in particular when 
My mom was very ill and it was obvious that she was going to pass. Now, in my previous life, previous life, I say that like I've lived multiple lives, but in my previous career, I would have had to say, okay, if she's going to pass around this time, I have to really plan my time off. But because I had created a different life, I was able to look at my wife and say, I think my mom is gonna is gonna pass really soon. We need to get up and go. And we were on a plane within a few days, and we left. And we left for three months. And I was able to do that because I created the kind of life that I wanted to live. So, what kind of life do you want to live? I want you to think about that. That's the first thing. Second thing is this. And I'm, I'm approaching this from a business perspective. There are other perspectives you can approach this from, but you're listening to this podcast. This podcast is about business, so I'm going to approach it from a business perspective. Once you've determined the kind of life you want to live, then we got to think about your business. What kind of business can help you to create that kind of life? Yeah, if you say, hey, the life I want to live is, you know, I have a bunch of time for my family. Uh, uh, I'm working, but I have some flexibility. I can work from anywhere. Like, what kind of business will facilitate that? And are you currently building that kind of business? If for you, just as an example, spending a ton of time with family is super important. Then you can't have a business where you're required to, you know, be on the road for the majority of the year. That's just not going to work. Unless you're saying, I'm going to be on on the road for a significant period of the year. And then I'm going to structure it so that, you know, I get to spend significant, uh, a significant amount of time with my family on the other side of those things. So, you know, maybe you're gone for, you know, a, a, a third of the year, but the other two-thirds, the amount of time you spend with your family is so ridiculous. I don't know. The sky's the limit. But you, you want to think proactively about that. For me, it's important to spend time with my family. For me, we homeschool our kids. So for me, I had to make sure that I'm building the kind of business that will facilitate that. And we've done that. So for example, I have the kind of flexibility to where what we've been doing up until last week is my wife is with the kids until four and then I'm, I'm with the kids from four until they go to bed. And that's something that we do on a daily basis. On, sun, on the weekends, I don't work. S- Saturday and Sunday, Saturday is my Sabbath. Sunday is my time where I'm with the kids all day. I don't do any work on Sunday because that's the way I wanted to structure my business so that I could spend that time with my family. So you may want to focus on building an online business, one where you can create leverage, one, one where you don't always have to be online, you don't always have to be doing what you're doing in order to make money. All right, so number one, determine the life you want to live. Number two, figure out the kind of business that's going to facilitate that. And number three, leverage automation in a way that makes sense. I can remember 
in 2000, I think it was in 2009. No, I know it was in 2009. I'd been doing my business for a few months and things were intense. It was crazy. I was working around the clock. If I was awake, I was working. If I wasn't on my job, I was working on my business. So I'm either working on my job or working on my business. And it got to a point where I burned out and I said I am done I'm not spending time with my wife I don't like this this is foolishness this is not this was not the plan all right so I stopped and I continued making some money and when I saw that I was like wait 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 <laughs> what, 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 is, what is going on I'm, I'm hustling like crazy because you know Gary V says you gotta hustle um, and then I stopped because I burnt out but I still continued making money. That told me that there were things that I could do to make it happen in ways that make sense. And one of those ways is by leveraging automation. That's one of the beautiful things about building an online business. You can use automation. There are so many tools that are out there from your email marketing service. That is a huge one right there. You can set up email sequences that's going to deliver the things, the value that you want to deliver. It delivers the lead magnet, but it also sends out messages to nurture your subscribers and provide them with value and, 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 and help to strengthen that relationship all while you're sleeping. You don't have to be doing any of, uh, well, no, not any of it, but you don't have to be doing a lot of that stuff. Automation can help you, whether it's email, marketing services, marketing automation, whether you're using bots on social media, whatever the case, not, not those spam bots. That's not what I'm talking about. But whether you're doing these things in a way where it can help you to connect and engage and provide value without always having to be present, the more of that you can do in a way that makes sense, the better. Because the great thing is, once you set it up, it can work for you. You don't have to always do those, those repetitive actions, those things that just, just can happen, need to happen over and over. You don't always have to do it. So, for example, when I'm scheduling a coaching call or a, uh, a coaching experience with a potential client, I don't have to go back and forth and say, hey, what time are you available? Oh, man, I'm not available then, yada, yada, yada. And then once we figure out the time, then I don't have to go to Zoom and set it up and yada, yada. No, I can set my schedule in the service that I use. The service I use is Acuity Scheduling. Um, and, and they can go there. They can see the times that I'm available. They can select the time, put in all of their information, and it will automatically book the Zoom call and we're good to go. I can just look at my schedule and show up. And I didn't have to pay anyone, to, uh, 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 an executive assistant or anything of that sort, to try to make that work. No, I can leverage automation. How can you leverage automation in a way that frees up your time? All right. Number one, determine the life you want to live. Number two, figure out the kind of business that will facilitate that kind of life. Number three, leverage automation in a way that makes sense, not in a way that is annoying and, and spammy and creepy or any of that sort, but in a way that makes sense. Next step, create systems to get things done, for getting things done. So let me, let me give an example of this. 
this podcast episode started as a, a, a blog post. And once I write the blog post, uh, we, there, there are certain repetitive tasks that need to happen. We use Asana. You can use Asana. You can use Trello. We tend to favor Asana. Uh, so we've migrated to using that platform. And that's the project management system. And once I have an idea for a blog post, I will put it in the project management system. I will assign it a date. Then we have automatic checklists that, um, that get attributed to each task. And then there's a process that it moves through. So for each piece of content that gets published on the blog, there are just certain things that need to happen, all right? From the outline to the article to my, my assistant then adding it to WordPress, creating the images, creating the infographic, the slide deck, and all that good stuff, and adding it, scheduling it, and all that stuff. Because we have systems for making that happen, it makes it easier, it makes it easier to get it done. It makes it easier so that uh, uh, you don't miss steps because you have this outline of things, this checklist of things, this system for making it happen. So whenever there are these repetitive tasks in your business, create systems around it so that they can happen like clockwork. It doesn't mean they're always going to happen as clock, like clockwork. Um, for us... Uh, it doesn't always happen like clockwork, but we have the system in place and we're always tweaking and we're always refining. So create systems for getting things done. Next step. You ready? Build and empower a team. This is that thing, man. It's a thing that we, we take so long to do sometimes as entrepreneurs. We can do everything ourselves. And, and, and if we want things done, we got to do it ourselves and blah, blah, blah. And it's all foolishness. <laughs> Here's the thing. My, my business can only do so much if I'm the only one doing it. Your business can only do so much if you're the only one doing it. That's why I have my virtual assistant, Noemi. She is amazing. I don't know what I would do without her, but fortunately, I don't have to find out, at least not anytime soon. Um, uh, then I have a video editor. I used to do all the editing of my videos. I'm not, a, I'm not an amazing video editor. My video editor, he's amazing at it. So I can pay him and have him do it. I have someone that manages my social media. Having a skilled team takes your level of impact to the next level, your level to the next level. Takes your impact to the next level. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> and here's the beautiful thing about it. The more you can empower them to take responsibility for the growth of your business, the better. That's amazing. You're setting your business up for success. If you are the only one responsible for growth, man, there's only so much you can do. So build and empower a team. All right, where are we so far? So far, we've determined the life we want to live. You've figured out the kind of business that will facilitate that. You're leveraging automation in a way that makes sense. You're creating systems for getting things done. You're building and empowering a team. Now, it's time to plan the life. I mean, <laughs> plan your time off. It is time to plan your time off. 
This is something you want to plan ahead of time. And you want to make sure that you and your team, you're on board. You're, you're on the same page, all right? So every year, as an example, I know that in December, we're gone. We're gone. We're going for a month, uh, three weeks to a month. We're, this year, we're doing St. Martin. Next year, we're going to do the Bahamas, where my wife is from. That is something, that's like our tradition. So we plan that ahead of time. And while I'm going to continue working while I'm in St. Martin, there are two weeks that I'm going to be on St. Martin that I'm, I'm, I'm plugged out. I'm not, I'm not doing any business. I'm just off. Besides a few minor little things here and there. Um, but besides those minor things, I am not doing any business. And because we've planned that, we can work to make that happen. I'm taking the two weeks off. My assistant is taking that time off. So our goal is to get ahead so that um, by the time, by the end of this week, all of the content for the rest of the year is going to be scheduled and ready to go on the blog. It's that simple. Because we've structured things the right way, we have the systems, we, we've made a plan, now we're working towards that plan. If we don't plan, how are we going to make it happen? But because we made a plan, we can make it happen. And that's exactly what I want you to do. Make that plan. If you don't make it and you're anything like me, you could just continue working and continue working and continue working and then realize at some point, oh, shoot, I haven't taken time off in years. And you don't want that to be the case. Next step, establish habits that get you ahead. Oh, man, if there's one thing I've come to realize is that at the core of being successful is the habits that we the, the the habits that we establish. All right? This is essential for getting you to the place where you can take time off. One of the habits that I've incorporated is writing 6 days a week for a minimum of 30 minutes because I know that everything I create revolves around the stuff that I write. This podcast episode started as an article. Um, when I post a video, it starts as an article because that's how I do things. And if I can get into the habit of writing consistently on a daily basis with one day off, I take my Sabbath off, um, then I am going to be more likely to get ahead on what's important. So what habits do you need to put in place so that you can get ahead? Is it writing? Is it creating content? Is it studying certain things? Whatever that is, I want you to establish those habits. Guess what? We're on the last step. Do you know what the last step is? Because so far, here's what we've done. We have decided, we have determined the kind of life that we want to live. We figured out what kind of business is going to facilitate that. We are leveraging automation in a way that makes sense. We are creating systems for getting things done. We've built and empowered a team. We've planned our time off. We have established those amazing habits that get us ahead. Now it's time to take the time off. That's what you got to need to do because you did everything you needed to do. Now it's time to celebrate You've earned it. 
And during your time off, give your, your business a break, a real break. Don't be constantly checking in. No, 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 no. Spend that time with your family. When you do that, when you unplug from your business, it actually helps your business because when you come back, you come back kind of renewed and rejuvenated and with fresh ideas and you can take on the world. You've put in the hard work. Now it's time to stop, take a break and rejuvenate because you've earned it. I'm going to say it one more time. Determine the life you want to live. Figure out the kind of business that's going to facilitate that life. Leverage automation in a way that makes sense. Create systems for getting things done. Build and empower a team. Plan your time off. Establish habits that get you ahead. And then take that time off. Which of these tips resonated with you the most? Because you don't have to necessarily do it all right now and get it all done. But I want you to take one step. Connect with me. Connect with me on Instagram. I am Leslie Samuel on Instagram. Like literally, that's my name. I am Leslie Samuel. On Twitter, it's the same thing. Connect with me and let me know. Hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. Thank you so much for sharing this. That's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you got some value from it. The show notes will be at IamLeslieSamuel.com slash 384 because this is episode number 384. Hey, and if you'd like to support the show, here's what I would love for you to do. Leave me a review, you know? Flatter me a little bit publicly (laughs) because that actually helps. It helps get visibility to the show. So if you want to make me smile, and I like to smile, just go ahead and leave a review. And if it's five stars, man, you'll make me... The smile will be so big. I don't even know what to do with that kind of smile. <laughs> uh, man, it's Leslie Samuel here from IamLeslieSamuel.com where we're changing the world one post at a time. And until next time, take care. Yeah. yeah. And God bless. Three, five, two, four, one, four.